Also, you say fuck a lot for it being only 10 a.m. in LA. I have been up since 5.30. So, <laughs> you know what? Weed. You know, listen, I should be watching The View right now, <laughs> but I had to start recording at 10 a.m. for some reason. All right, so. That was the Tony Legg. Now I have to go. Now I have to watch The View on the YouTube, which actually is not fun because I like my commercial breaks. <laughs> Do okay, I do. She I like likes to, commercial breaks. She she's such a music. I she like hates get up, music, likes commercials. I like she's to get up and putter. I like to get up and putter. She's a complicated I like, woman. I like to put sociopath. This is sociopathic. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. I am Tony Soto, and we are back again from our fabulous break. Joining me as always. Maxwell Esposito. Well, until I find a job, yes, as always, I am It's here. always good to know that at any moment you can jump ship. Uh, and joining us again as a full-time regular co-host, Diana DeLuna. No regrets, no regrets. No, I'm talking to not you. Not yet anyway, but give me time. Listeners. Give me time. In the words of Katy Perry, no regrets, just love. <laughs> okay, welcome back to the show. Welcome back, Maxwell. How was your break? Yes. Oh my gosh, my break was great. I spent a lot of time um, forgetting what day of the week it was because I had nothing to um, keep myself organized. Um, Taco Bay turned 30. We went in a hot air balloon. Um, I started therapy. Wow. Um, what else has been happening? I've been socially distantly hanging out with my friends a lot more out in nature. I'm really tan. My break was very successful. Have you increased like uh quarantine bubble? Have you expanded? Are you getting tested more regularly now? I'm still in my 90 days immunity. So we are going this week, I believe, to get tested for um the first time post COVID. Oh, so, but we've not really like I mean, our bubble has really remained the same. Like, I mean, we've seen people outside, but we're not getting close. I mean, the closest I've been to new people was when we were in that hot air balloon. And that was that's magical. right. We so talked about that before. I believe it was before the break, right? You you No, we did not talk about it on the show because it was a surprise. Oh, we didn't talk about so, it on the show. So you went right. so you went on you, the air balloon ride. And yes, we talked before I went on. We had a socially distant hang date and we talked about it. And you and our guest laughed at me about doing it. And I was pulling up to the hot air balloon with your guys's laughter in my head. <laughs> <laughs> they both uh, they were like, and you've never done it before. <laughs> it sounds terrifying to me. Uh, it sounded and, shitting on sincerity. I was scared, but it was actually very fun. It truly feels like you're just being lifted up in a balloon. Good for you. Like I've been I mean, scarier. I, well, yeah. to be fair, no, I know that's in my defense, guys. There had just been a 
hot air balloon wreck. Like literally the week oh. he was going uh, on a fucking hot air balloon. And when he was telling us that nonsense, we were all very aware that one had just wrecked. And it wasn't like you were just floating in the air for those folks. You know, it was very different. Well, our guide said that a uh, hot air balloon is the safest way to travel by air. So, uh, no, well, not. someone did <laughs> someone did do that. it in 80 days around the world. You know what I mean? Uh, Mac, uh, Diana, welcome to the show officially. Thank you. Officially. Uh, I wish I had such a uh, growing and epic break that Maxwell had. I didn't. I'm just desperately trying to move to Biden's suburbs. I just I need to move to the suburbs. <laughs> I'm looking for the closest suburb that will take me. Wait, the the one he's the, the ones that he's single-handedly destroying. Is that what you mean? Are you in a Trump suburb? No, I mean no, just like the close by LA suburbs <laughs> where we're just not ready to let go, but you Are know. you trying to get out of the city, girl? I I'm trying to get out of the city so bad. Um, that's all we've been doing. All we've been doing is socially distantly uh, looking at apartments or not like, you know, almost houses. What, can you remind me where in Los Angeles you are again? If you're where okay in Echo it? Park. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were in the Valley, Ew. but no, I think I would want to get out of the Valley. Yeah. Too. That's not I mean, the I feel I'm like that's for. a real downgrade if you're going to the Valley. I have a friend who's moving here, I guess, in a couple of weeks. And I was like, don't don't fall victim to the Valley idea. The rents. Everybody the, who just moves here moves the to the rents Valley. are cute. That's why when you don't really know Los Angeles and you're looking at apartments from Craigslist uh, and you're like, oh, look at this place for eight hundred dollars. It's a two bedroom. Oh, it looks great. And then you're like, oh, I'm not anywhere near anything. This is. Terrible. Yeah. And you Google that your you Google that your job is like only eight miles away, but you don't realize that means eight miles on the Which is like four hour drive in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I always I always imagine somebody just like looking at a map who's never been here and being like, Oh, look how close it is to North Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> North I'm Hollywood like, sounds awesome. <laughs> I always tell people and they don't like it here. I'm always like, it's a big place. It's very mm -hmm. easy to be confused and lost here and not enjoy Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, people, I've had people who are not beach people move to Culver City and it's like, oh, I don't know, think, you know, <laughs> super close to the beach. Yeah. Um, so nothing life changing happened to you or everything good with, are you, are you still reading cards Lots of life stuff? changing things happen. We got robbed. What? <laughs> what? Like, first oh, of yeah. all, how, how is it? That is way better break. than Maxwell's story. Like, what did he even well, say? Yeah. I forgot it already. The hot air balloon you know? wasn't even that dangerous. <laughs> Tell us. What's yeah, going okay. on? You know, I, because we didn't want to make a big deal of it because they didn't come into the house. They broke into our blocked patio while we were sleeping. They stole all Mason's shoes because I'm, I'm now I don't let shoes in the house anymore. Uh, I stole all Mason, but my shoes were in a basket by the door, so they were fine. Oh no! Uh, that's gonna be a fight Mason's in the future. Shoes. Just so you know, that's gonna come back and be an argument. <laughs> If it hasn't already. Well, to be uh, one of the shoe pair of shoes, I had just bought him. I bought him little hiking river shoes and those got stolen. It was very sad. And they cut the top of our hose off and stole the top of our hose. And But it was just free. They were trying to make meth or something, while girl. we were sleeping. While we were sleeping, this was happening outside my bedroom window. That is not ideal. Listen, that. see, this is the thing, because Echo Bark is cute, but also there are moments of Echo Bark that are not cute. 
There's lots I mean, of moments that are not cute. Yeah. It's still a big city. Crime yeah, happens crime here. does happen. Um, well, I'm so glad they didn't come How in. Is- oh, I, I know. Me too. Me too. So that's why we didn't make a big deal out of it, but just desperately trying to get to the suburbs of my birth. Well, can you please just like when you think that it's not a big deal, run it past us? Because it might be an interesting <laughs> story and you do work on a podcast now. So I saved it for the podcast. <laughs> I got... I got an honest reaction in the moment. I was going to say, you know, that's true. I was definitely shocked. Well, listen, I did my eat, pray, love moment. Oh, that's right. I drove cross country. country? I did. I drove in a Jeep. I had my clueless moment and it was what I did. I had a a Wrangler Jeep. It was fabulous. Um, Like with no top, like just an open Jeep. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't open. Like it was like a hard top. So like uh, I had the option to go topless if I wanted to. And I just loved it. It was so fun. Like I haven't driven like that far and ever like by myself. So I had moments that were trying, like I almost ran out of gas on the very first night I was driving. Apparently there's like a 160 mile stretch of desert road in Utah. That's like no services. Uh Uh-uh. You're not seeing anything. And I didn't know that new cars would tell you how much gas you had left on your tank. Um, I was just going by the the gas gauge. And apparently I don't know how to read those either because. Yeah, Tony, those got computers. Because there was a moment where I'm driving the desert being like, I'm going to run out of gas. I'm running out of gas right now. It's going to be, I'm running out of gas and I'm going to get murdered out here in the desert. Like I even pulled off the side of the road on one of the no service exits, just a deep shoulder cry for a moment. Uh, then I was just like, you know what? Get on the road and drive as fast as you fucking can until you get to wherever you can. And then hopefully you'll be close enough to walk someplace. So I was going 120 miles an hour, driving down the desert roads, trying to, finally I went over this hill and I see in the distance, I see a fucking gas station. I might've had five miles left on the tank when I was, I was like rocking my body as I was pulling into the fucking. What do you mean might have? Literally the computer yeah. would have told no, you. No girl, because swam. after 10 miles, it just says low. That's all it says after 10 miles in the corner. It oh. just says low. Yeah. It's like, you know what? We're going to make your poor planning a job. I was so nervous, guys. Also, you know that the faster you go, the more gas you burn too. So, like when you're going a hundred, I don't know. It felt like it made sense to me. I felt like going slower would would have burned more gas. I think it's the the more often you're pressing your brake, the more. That's what I thought too. So I was like, I was like, just gonna. I was going so fast in that Jeep, yeah. I was and listen. I left that trip. I got to hang out with our, one of our guests that we have on today's show, uh, Ms. Shea Coulee. She was a fabulous hostess. I didn't pay for a damn thing in Chicago, which was wonderful. Um, my family loves me. I <laughs> I did it, Diana. So I, nice. gave, I drove almost 2,000 miles giving myself a talking to. I was like, you're not going to ruin this for them. I'm like, you're coming into their world. Finally, I just realized you're coming into their world. Can you just mm. every like few years, can you just give them a good moment? And not that it wasn't trying, but I was brilliant. Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> you just have to give them an opportunity to enjoy. Yeah, you. no, 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 absolutely. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, I did like, you know, my sister was, I listened, I actively listened because my sister was like, oh, I've been mom's Uber because mom just apparently just quit driving because she thought she can. Uh, which I'm like, all right, why privilege okay. from a poor woman I love to see. So, uh, 
I was like, you know what? I'll take mom on her errand. So, and Sonia was like, my sister was like, okay, I'll come with you. So like, we were smoking joints in the Jeep, like hoisting mom in and out of the Jeep, taking her on her errands, you know, getting cigarettes and stuff, real Midwestern stuff. And then- Hoisting mom for her cigarettes. Yeah, that's real Midwestern. (laughs) I always like to go out and see my great grandparents' grave because my great grandma, not to bring down the show, but she died a day after my birthday once in, in 96, I think it was. And I ignored her the whole birthday party. So I have guilt still to this day about that. So uh, I like to go out to her grave and clean it up a little bit, but I took my sister and my mom out there. I bought some flowers. I bought like some uh, fake flowers for like the seasonal shit. And then like my grand- great grandma's favorite uh, flower was the yellow rose. So I, brought a- I bought a live yellow rose. We went and decorated the headstone. Mom fucking hung out. It was a very cute moment. I did it. Somebody is doing a lot of karma work. I did it. You're really? I have a lot. Planting those seeds. Um, Cleaning up house. mm -hmm. Cleaning up all her mistakes. Well, I'm so happy you had such a good time. You deserve it. it You've been trapped in that room for a long ass time. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been watching a lot of forensic files and the whole story really just scares me to the bone. Wait, 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 wait. You made it through. Oh, well, you know, here's the thing. I definitely had some moments in some places where I was like, I never want to go back. Like Lincoln, Nebraska. Why is that place still a thing? Honestly, you can literally combine Iowa, Nebraska and half of Colorado and make it one state. I don't understand why it's three states they're all the hills now at this point they should just be one state and they should have a zip tube that you can just like fucking go as fast as you need to through because it's not cute they i got pulled over in lincoln nebraska luckily i wasn't dark enough to kill i'm because i had california plates and they were coming Mm -hmm. to me and after and he looked into the jeep and then after he looked at the jeep he's like oh i just pulled you over because uh you didn't use your turn signal the whole way when you crossed uh or when you change lanes. I was like, well, that's fucking bullshit. Um, I mean, but it is illegal. I did use my turn signal. I mean, I guess I didn't do it all the way through, but you know what? Suck all my dick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and <laughs> I was so nervous because um, when I was leaving Colorado, people were getting pulled over and people and the cops were pulling their shit out. And you know, I was riding dirty. We, we know. You you walk dirty. It, it, I I went straight to my Midwestern twang when I was talking to him. I was like, "Well, if this only a road trip, don't oh. <laughs> no shoot. Gonna go visit my mom. No <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And they were like, "Oh wow, I didn't just drive." I was like, "Why don't you mind your goddamn business, patriarchy?" <laughs> anyway, guys, it's good to be fucking back. And guess what? We have a big fucking show for you today. We, mm-hmm. I pulled out all the stops. Why? Because I didn't have to do any of the work. We have all top three of All Stars season five for RuPaul's Drag Race coming up here in just a second. Guys, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have our fabulous guests. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. 
All right, we are back with the show. And like I told you guys, we are now doing six years of the Tony fucking Soto show. Uh, to some of you, uh, you're welcome. And to some of you, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, we remember we started the show and Shay Coulee was one of our original cast members. And then she went and got famous and left me. Knew it was going to happen. But Shay Coulee is back. Shay Coulee! <laughs> Yay! Welcome oh, Hi. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Um, I feel like I you were wish- just here. Yeah, I was just in. Right um, before COVID. Yes. It was, you know. You were doing a full body cast. Yes, ma'am. It was uh, a really great time. So, uh, <laughs> for those of you that are listening, uh, we were—I was doing the Tony Soto show, and um, I had got my time zones mixed up. So I was in the middle of getting like duct taped into this drag body, and literally had to do the entire show laying flat on my bed so that I could then go back and finish getting wrapped and ducted. It was the worst podcast experience I have ever had. (laughs) But listen, when this show started, that poor girl would walk in the freezing fucking cold just to come to my apartment just so we could record the Tony Soto show back in the day. Can we just start real quick by being like, hey guys, she's finally a winner. Oh! Yay! Oh, oh, after so many years of watching you lose, Shea Coulee, it is just finally (laughs) nice to say my winner friend. She's a winner. Yes, you know, it's so nice to not be introduced as your loser friend um, anymore. (laughs) What Um, do you introduce Tony as then? um, Watch it. Well, as of currently, uh, (laughs) I I, uh, refer to her, I'm not sure if you saw the Out Magazine cover, but I refer to her as my assistant. Oh, that's going to sting uh, forever. Oh, I did see that. Oh. That was very I know ironic. that will always sting Tony. Yeah, because the moment I picked up a makeup brush, I should have been an MUA assistant is what I should, not just an assistant. But whatever, we're not going <laughs> to get into shit right now. I mean, look, I work in the business too. Yes, I'm poor, but you know, we do what we can. And that out fucking uh, spread looked gorge, by the way. Um, Thank you. But so I knew it was going to look gorgeous because I was there. And by the way, I laid that boy's eyebrows and he had the fullest fucking eyebrows I'd ever seen in my goddamn life. And I knew that they were going to be terrible when I saw them. Not terrible. They were gorgeous. But I mean, like, terrible to cover. Honestly, his eyebrows look like two caterpillars about to kiss. Like, they were <laughs> real severe. There I would have watched them kiss, to too. I would have watched them kiss, too. Yeah, me, too. I would have. We love kissing caterpillars. <laughs> yeah. But listen, Shakulay is not our only guest, everybody. Shakulay is not our only guest today. So we got to bring on uh, our next guest. I'm going to just say it right now. Quite frankly, uh, for both seasons that Shakulay did Drag Race, I always had someone who was like, well, if they won, I'd be okay with it. Uh, it was Trinity the Tuck. I was like, if Trinity won, I'd be okay with it. Uh, and their next guest from literally the most iconic uh, season of Drag Race, IMO. We have the fabulous, the stunning Juju B. Juju B is here as well. Juju B. Yeah. Oh wait, I gotta. I have to unmute. That's my thing. And she's blurry. The filter on you is really funny. <laughs> I know. Um, it's not a filter. It's not a filter. Why I'm so blurry? I was like, that's a great filter choice, Juju. That's a great filter choice. Welcome to the show. It looks really Hello. good. Hello. How is everybody? Oh my god. Great. Thank you for joining us. So much better now that you are here, Jujubee. You know what? You have been uh, an icon on Drag Race since season two. Honestly, 
the best Thank season. You. It's one. Thank it's you. one of the few seasons that I bought before because we didn't start reviewing the show until like season I don't know four or five or something like that. So, but your season two, I definitely bought on on Amazon for sure. Did you say season two was the best season? Yes. Did you hear that, bitches? Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> because here's the thing. Tony Soto. Here's the sad. thing. Here's the thing. Because listen, there was genuine like dislike there. It did not seem overproduced <laughs> by any means. They were all ready to say whatever the <laughs> shit they wanted to say. And like the after Tyra won, everyone like there was that whole Raven won instead thing or should have. It was a mess. And I love I'm like, oh Juju's back. Oh Juju. <laughs> Welcome back. That filter. Um, but listen, listen, we're not done. We have one more guest. We have one more guest because listen, there was a top fucking three of All Stars Five. And the third top three is the fabulous Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I just learned how to unmute myself. Thank you for coming. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Oh my goodness, Miss Cracker. Look at how young you look in real life. I was like, I look so snatched today. It's just dehydration, I think. <laughs> oh. Isn't that crazy how dehydration can work for white folks? That just bothers me. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> just... Poor thing. Yes, mommy. Has it a shelf life, though. Yeah. I think eventually it so cracker, you, <laughs> yeah. you went in uh, to your season of Drag Race having a famous mother who already did the game show. That's uh, right. I did. What was that like for you? Um, it was really interesting because obviously it's huge size 14 Minnie Mouse shoes to fill. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was just like, uh, you know, you realize that you have to um, define yourself if you want to stay in the game. I didn't feel like I could tread water. I feel like I had to uh, outdo everything I had ever done before because I had uh, a legacy to follow. So it was it was kind of a wild feeling. Now you know what the bushes felt like, you know? Shut <laughs> I do, I am the Jeb of my family, you know? Oh, poor Jeb. <laughs> Shay, you just did the Fenty show. Can you talk about what that experience was like? Because we know that being a supermodel is definitely a goal of yours so what was that whole experience like okay so I've only been on a few sets other than um drag race so drag race you know for me was kind of like the litmus test for like other sets because it was what I knew and some that I had been on outside of that that weren't like super duper like queer friendly where maybe I felt like I was a little bit more of a token made me a little bit apprehensive because I wasn't sure like how I would actually be treated in the process. However, um, that was not the case. I had a lot of fun um, with the Savage Venti team and Rihanna. Like it was just like the vibe was really chill because like you know whereas drag race i i i i know that we're all like really respected as artists but we all have to do so much and it's really stressful but um yeah like fenty was not that like the savage show was just like really chill and uh yeah it was a good ass time and i just when I mean, you looked incredible mm -hmm. you know we've talked about this a few times shay and you know uh juju and miss Carker. i'm wondering if you guys you know auditioned for anything uh after 
uh, or before Drag Race, but like the auditioning process for uh, drag prior to drag, right? Because the thing is, is, yeah, drag is all drag. That's what you're doing. But if you're auditioning for something that is like cis hetero run and they're like, hey, can you get in drag for a five minute audition? And could you get here quick? And could you, did you guys have experiences like that auditioning Jujubee, Miss Cracker? Um, you know what? I just experienced something this past weekend. Uh, and <laughs> oh, so it doesn't change. It doesn't change. Let's talk. It, let's let's talk it. about that. Let's talk about that. And <laughs> yeah, the, the idea of drag is is so uh, in the forefront of what entertainment is right now, right? And even even in these times, like you know, we're asked to do these things that are that are meant to be. Um, charitable and kind and we say yes because that's who we are as queens um but sometimes they don't have their shit together and they will present you with something and then the next day they'll present you with something else and ask you to redo it and you're like yes. well bitch i already got in drag yesterday bitch yeah yeah and <laughs> yeah. it ain't easy it doesn't just go on miss cracker how about you well i've just been thinking about it i like i will do it for charitable things but if, if it's for a, an audition like um I even in COVID, I have just been like sort of letting them um, mm -hmm. go by the wayside. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, get in drag randomly. No, <laughs> like I will get in drag for my own entertainment, but for some reason, I won't get in drag for other people's <laughs> entertainment. You know what I mean? What was it that Shay but, said? Shay said, if you if I can't send a picture, if a picture won't work of me in drag, then why do you need? Then what? What else do you need to see? You don't need to see. You don't need to right. listen. Well, at this point, they could just Google all yeah. of you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Do a little Google search. And you're it's done. like, you yeah. know what I look like with a wig and lashes on. You can use your imagination. I thought yeah. we were in a creative atmosphere here. I'll just be like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> there she goes. Just throw the fingers over the eyebrows and call it good. Yes. I use my own eyebrows. Well, right. so, so post crowning is is different this season uh and so how are you feeling about that would have been the pros of that would have been the cons about that what are the big disappointments what are the big like who release i wish that i was there with all of y'all that was yeah, that was that was, that was weird. something that i really missed i i yeah. really wanted to experience that and um i know we like we've experienced viewing parties and everything like that before but i still wanted to do that yeah, yeah. you know I, um, I wanted to it was the so weird. World tour. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I um, Cracker and I had actually worked a gig together on New Year's Eve, and we were like, "Oh, girl, it's gonna be so much fun. We're gonna be so excited because, like, we're all gonna be out on the road, and it's gonna be fabulous. Like, what a wonderful year!" And then it was not that at all. And like, girl. I have not seen these girls except for like virtually in so yeah. long. So that yeah. that was like challenging. And I feel like now that um, it's like, it's all over, uh, at least for like the season, it's kind of like, we spent this year waiting for this thing to, to come out and for everyone to like see it, experience it. And I feel like you put so much effort in wondering how it will be received and how you can capitalize on it. And then like when the story, like when the story ends, you're like, okay, so like, what story do I start writing next? Like what's next? Right. Yeah. 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 I think it takes everyone a huge, deep breath after <laughs> the season aired in order to be like, to figure out what the next chapter is. And it's kind of hard in like a pandemic to be like, how do I really go out here and produce 
work that's of the like quality that fans and people in the industry expect, but you're also like, I'm still locked in my apartment. Apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like this constant question of what is really nice. Yeah, Yeah, what is really nice? uh, well, we well Shay, you're doing you're doing art, right? You start you're, you have a studio now. You're working on projects. Yeah, um, and it's the thing that's studio. really great about the studio space one. is that um, it's because of the pandemic. I get a piece of furniture like once a month, so it's been really <laughs> nice. Slowly watching it all come together, <laughs> like. Ooh. But here, but, but let's talk about uh, like so. There is a there is an obvious difference with pandemic because we have to uh, say there's got to be a little cut in the coin. Um, because, uh, when you do, I mean, you go through the fucking rigmarole of the game show. So that way you can come out rejuvenated and everyone can be like throwing money at you again, but there's not those bar bookings anymore. Have you felt that? Cause my thing is, it's been nice to see how new the drag economy is because even my famous friends are back on my level. It's nice <laughs> to be able to, nice to, be able to reach Shea whenever you can, you know? Have you felt you that? You can't even go stay at the resorts you Have won. you felt that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's can't go definitely, to Florida. Right? right? <laughs> no, no one's going to France. So how has that felt no. guys? I'm just like Humbling. at home on cameo, like, hey, Shay Coulee, I hear that you're turning at 27 today. And I just want to with you because, you know, she supports us. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's eternally 27. I mean, Juju, you, you've done this. You've put yourself out of out of these out of the three of you. You have done uh, more drag race. You did. You did uh, season two. You did All Stars one. Now you did All Stars five. You did drag you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure you were waiting <laughs> for your financial boost, girl. You you can't stay away from this show. I'm still I'm still trying to pay off uh, season two. So I'm over here like, <laughs> you know. But but you know what's what's really amazing about us as drag queens is that we just kind of roll with the punches. We really do. Now everybody has to do it with us. So we we're used to this kind of thing. And uh, I, I, I know Shay and I have something that we're working on. Cracker and I are gonna have something that we're working on. I don't know how much we can say, Cracker, but Shay, we can talk about our thing. You know, like we got things, we got things mm-hmm. happening. Even what do you have happening? Pandemic. Well, well, yeah, you just said you could talk about it. Let's just say it. Drop it here. I'm Go ahead, literally Shay. going in the studio tomorrow to drop my verse for um, Juju B song, Bad Juju. Ah! Oh yeah. You just, you have a couple EPs out now, right? Yeah, Good Juju Volume 1 and Good Juju Volume 2. You can get them, every, you can get them everywhere. You can even ask that Alexa back there to play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I may as well say it here, I don't know when this is coming out, but Juju and I are working on a nice holiday love song that we're co-authoring uh, oh, I together. Love it's going to be a this. nice little I duet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the COVID holiday. holiday song. Yes. Yeah, we love we love singing games. Right, get it out before Thanksgiving. I know we're working on some holiday <laughs> music, darling. So that's gonna be fun. Um, it already Ooh. is fun. I'm writing some tracks, and uh, I'm just like having a great time with it. Because <laughs> once you break the ice and you write a track, um, for on Drag Race overnight, you're like, oh, well. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, you're like, like you write a verse okay. every night and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. I can do it. This is this your first time doing music, Miss Cracker? Uh, All Stars Five was my first time doing music, yeah. Wow. Now, Ooh. see, this is the thing about like as as a drag queen, like that part of the game show terrifies me. Cause I I, I'm not, I'm I'm the type of drag queen who doesn't really like music, which is, you know, I know that doesn't make any sense, but no, yeah, I know. Well, you know, I'll listen to it <laughs> if it's in the background, but I'm not really like searching out songs. I'd much rather listen to a book. Um, was it Rocky shit. Horror, like your master thesis Well, college, I'm a director. I, I like to direct it. Sure. Like, listen, but the thing is, it's like, well, that. anyway, it's not about me. <laughs> she, per she performed Woman's World by Cher for like the 900. It's so funny. I had a great question, but I don't remember what it was now because we were all distracted by the fact that I don't like music. Um, I want to talk about that, actually. I want to talk about you, Tony Soto, on your The Tony Show. Why don't you like music? It's not that I don't He's like playing. music. It's not that I don't like music. It's just that like, I feel like I've completely, I'm a Midwestern uh, uh, through and through. And my biggest complaint about my mother was that she only liked music from her generation, but I am literally that bitch now. Like if it's not yeah. from the nineties, I'm like, eh. like I'm, eh, you know? And wow. so, I mean, I'm 40 years old and like all of the, and, and God damn it, I'm sounding like, and all this new shit just fucking not good. <laughs> Except for all of your like music, of course. All of your music. I forgot that we're the exact same age, Juju. Yeah. Well, no, Juju, I, how old are you? You look 19. How old are you, I'm Juju? 36. Oh, see, well, yeah, you're all very young. Great. Well, here, I want to know this because <laughs> um, what, what, how, so how, when you guys went in for your All-Stars experience, like, what was your intentions on making it? Like, did you have intentions on making it different? What were you, when you were going into All-Stars 5, what were you going in thinking after? Because Cracker, you had just done it. You had just done the game show, right? You, it's true. you were 10, right? And then you- Yeah. So what was it like? What was your mind frame? I kind of was just thinking about like uh, the evolution that I wanted to make. Like in season 10, I was like, minimalism was my whole thing. And um, I was trying to make everything as simple as I possibly could. Every time I worked with a designer, I'd like cut four things off and be like, okay, now we're there. Um, and then I just did the opposite. I wanted to show people that I could do some opulence and elegance. And I was really inspired by the Romanovs and by uh, Princess Anastasia and the Winter Palace. And I wanted to bring that kind of um, vibe and texture to the whole thing. And as for, and then, that was kind of like going to be my armor to like increase my confidence, which is where um, I had fallen down in season 10, you know? Do you, do you feel like you got a confidence boost from your season, like from All-Stars? Do you feel, did you leave there feeling more confident? Well, I mean, like I definitely learned how to just dive in. I think that's what it is. It's not so much about confidence. It's just like when there's a challenge, just go. Don't think about it. Just uh, run across the hot coals. You know what I mean? Uh, Juju B, how about you? What were you? Uh, that was this was like your fourth time going into. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah, eighty seventh times a charm. That's what. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> a I, sensible seventy four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I. Uh, you know what? For me, I I always go into everything thinking that I'm going to have a really good time, and fortunately, I did have a really good time this time. I wanted to just show good Juju, and I don't think that I ever showed 
bad juju. It wasn't just the version of myself that I fully realized yet. Never you know once, I mean? Juju. Never want you had always you have always been a stand up Aww. respectable bitch on that game show, surrounded by Aww. not like minded fucking people. So I <laughs> I salute I you. Really Leave Shay real. alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare, what about you? I know you were like, well, I mean, you were like, well, I hope I don't get robbed again. <laughs> For me, I like went. Oh, you breaking up, girl. You breaking up. You rich, but you can't afford good Wi Fi. You got to say that again. She's frozen. Are you sure it's not your Wi Fi? <laughs> I'm plugged into the Ethernet, how? I heard that very clearly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. What I was saying was, um, I was just like less afraid going on All Stars because um, season nine, I was I was so green and didn't know anything, and I didn't understand that people actually do um, violate the NDA and are like. Psst, Hey designers, I'm going on this show. Can you make me things? Like I literally locked myself in my apartment for two and a half weeks, not telling a soul. They'd be like, Shay, what are you up to? And I was like, ha, 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 nothing. Like terrified. So this time I actually was able to be like, hey girl, I'm going away for a few weeks. I need a look that looks like this. And like was actually able to go into the situation feeling like supported. And in that aspect, I felt like it made me feel a little bit more calm because I hadn't like stayed up for two weeks. And I felt like just like more confident and secure in myself and just like wanted to have the opportunity to present like who I was like at that, you know, in my drive. I have to say, I have to say, All Stars 5 was a pleasure to watch. I enjoyed I enjoy now. See, listen. So, uh, Diana is our newest cast member on the Tony Soto show, and I made the 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 poor decision of mentioning Dragula to her first. So she started watching that before she started watching Drag Race, and she's just in started uh, All Stars season five. Spoiler alert: Shay finally won. Uh, oh, I mean, I of course I knew that immediately. Diana, tell us uh, about your experience so far. Shay's always been a family friend. Okay, you all, how come nobody points out original music? I know Tony hates music. I love music. I was like, <laughs> why didn't anybody tell me there's a soundtrack that I could listen to <laughs> after a show mm. is over? Yeah. Uh, you I like everything I hate. <laughs> there's, some, there's some good RuPaul's Drag Race bops. I'm so glad this your internet great. is cutting out yeah. when you're strut when you're spitting lies. I love that it just cuts out when you're trying I, to lie. I have Spotify oh. every single one oh, of you. Like, Clapback is the yeah. best, honey. Clapback is the best. It is <laughs> Clapback is really good. <laughs> we love it. Clapback was good. Well, well, you listen. This, this wasn't one of the this wasn't one of the choreographed moves, was um, listen guys, it is, I'm so happy that you guys came on the Tony Soto show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our listener questions. Are you going to stick around with us for listener questions? Um, yes, yes. All right. Well, listen, when we come back, Yay. we have our fucking Yay. listener questions for our first episode in our sixth fucking year of this mess. Six years. Dang. We'll be right back. Tony Soto show. <clears throat> All right. We are back with the show listeners. 
nothing's ever going to change on this show. We're always going to give you the same old, same old. And we do listener questions every week. So if you'd like your questions, concerns, comments, or critiques read on this show, all you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com. It's right at the top. It just says, leave a message for Tony. Very simple, because I know you, because you listen to me. All right, who's going to start us off this week with our questions? Oh, I think it's me. It is. And this is from Odette Stone, and it says, hi, everyone. I'm in process of transitioning. My question is for my question for you is, what do you think are some good ideas for fundraising? I started to go fund me a few months ago and tried social media promoting. But at this point, I feel like I've exhausted everyone on the topic. Thank you in advance. Well, uh, crowdfunding for transitioning. Open to thoughts? Man, that's so hard because nobody should have to fund for their health mm-hmm. and like their totally. survival. Like, you know what I mean? This is, it's, yeah, of course, people, everybody's exhausted. It's fucking 2020. We all like the fact that we all have GoFundMe's. I mean, crowdsourcing for fucking medical bills of any kind is it's such terrible. a pain in the ass. Like, let's just, I mean, that's the one thing. Uh, it, I mean, it, it must feel good to have some health care, though, ladies, right? Be drag queens and have some health care. That must help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, also just uh, sometimes you can't get financial support, but sometimes you can get other kinds of support and community connections through uh, uh, community health centers that are specifically designated to help uh, people make it through their transition um, in a way that's like a little more peaceful. So like it may not be a financial help, but at least it's a place to start where you can find a community and some support. You know, people there, who have been through the same thing. There are states. I believe LA is a state. I have a I have a girlfriend who is in the process of transitioning here and she's on the Medi-Cal program here in California. Yeah. And they pay for it all. So you can find states that have yeah. uh 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 assistance or will pay off your transitioning uh completely. Yeah, uh, through uh, through public health. So, yeah, there, I mean, it might have to mean that you have to move, you know, if you're not where because it is something uh, to be said about asking people for anything in this time. Right. Juju, what do you think about that? <laughs> I, I I'm always willing and ready to help as long as I have it to help. You know what I mean? And um, I, I would agree with Miss Cracker. There's there's resources out there to to help and like she said maybe financially could be a little sticky right now because we're all in this in this insane thing together and um we're still learning how to do this yeah Yeah. i'm still learning how to do this i'm still learning how to wake up in the morning and be like all right let's let's fuck today (laughs) let's fuck today up you know but yeah today to fuck up (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm gonna really fuck up walking around this studio apartment today i'm gonna fuck it up (laughs) Well, Jay, what do you think about Odette Stone? Um, Odette, I think, yes, it's very difficult to, to have to ask. And like Diana said, you shouldn't have to ask um, others because it, it, there's something that, for me, I feel like it takes away from the like dignity and power of one coming into their own. And I feel like trying to find um, resources and support groups where you can find um, places that can help you along in your transition. Um, that's probably the best advice that I can give just because I know 
economically people are so strapped right now. And I feel like um, there are places with funding that is, you know, dedicated for that very reason. So I feel like the best option right now is to just try and find those resources that are already built to be able to help you. Look for as much humanity in this system as you can find. Yes. Just reach out for the humanity. Yeah, for real. Try to, or try to make it more fun and create, you know, like create a way to keep the conversation about it more exciting than just give me money, like make a fundraiser, like put something together in your community to get people to talk about it. And instead of just being like, oh, I still need money for this. Like, here's this link. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if you're a performer or whatever, but get together some performers and see if you can create a show or a fundraiser or a benefit of some sort, a socially distant benefit of sorts and get some more money because I mean, it may be exhausting to talk about, but if you make it more fun to talk about, other people want to talk Absolutely, about it. Absolutely, because we ain't- Content's all we have in the pandemic. Because here's six people literally <laughs> telling you that we've got not shit to do. All right, <laughs> uh, what's, who's next? Oh, me. Um, please hold, I have to get my reading glasses on. Okay, Jerry Wright, you have mentioned it on the Gay Power Half Hour, and I am wondering if you would talk about your thoughts on COVID-19 and HIV positive men. I have also read bits and pieces here and there. I was thinking about getting off Discovy because I'm not fucking currently, but I think I'll stay on it. Well, um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, because uh, I, the Gay Power Half Hour is my 30-minute podcast that I do with my good Judy Casey Lai. It's on the little more political side of Tony Soto. And it's two HIV-positive uh, comedians in L.A. Uh, that live openly. We try to do as much research as we can, uh, or we read up on things that are happening. And, you know, there's just articles out there that are saying that uh, they're not seeing a large amount of HIV positive uh, men coming in with COVID. And if they do, their symptoms are more mild. And it could be because of the drugs that we have to take um, daily to stay alive. You know, I just always tell people, this isn't our virus. Sorry, uh-uh. They did us in in the 80s and 90s, those motherfuckers, and they don't let us die now. So this isn't ours. Sorry, straight people, wash your hands, you dirty fuck. <laughs> That's your advice, sage advice. Gay people should wash their hands too. Yeah, gay yeah. <laughs> wash your hands. Stop partying at the beach, please. Humans, wash your hands. Listen, I love my people. I do. I love the queer community, but there is some truth to the fact that there's this, we're some spreaders. We like to touch each other with our clammy hands on modeling and whatnot. <laughs> you know, we're fun. We're a good time. We're Don't a good time. Me. We like back rubs and shit. We like doing that. So we can, you know, nude beaches and whatnot. So I think that, you know, it, it'd be very smart to keep that science quiet from a lot of us because if that's the case, people are going to be like, can I go to Fire Island again and suck all the dicks? Although they do say glory holes are okay right now. You could do a glory hole. That's like, literally, I feel scientists have said that's okay. Miss <clears throat> Cracker, are you into glory holes? I read an article that um, in, during the bubonic plague, uh, in like <laughs> that glory holes were used by people in Europe. So it's already been proved that it's great. So, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know what will never I go mean. out of style, Shea Coulee, is the glory hole. 
Oh God! Exactly. Great. Yeah, she's that's like, good, yeah, <laughs> sure. It's the little black dress of <laughs> pandemic sexuality. You know, speaking of my comedy partner Casey Lai, he has a really funny joke and talks about how brave gay men are because we're willing to put our dick through a black hole and just hopes that someone will suck it uh, when really there could be scissors on the other end. So, oh. and I'm like, oh. and I'm like, yes, we should be thanked for our service all the time, Diana. You can't. Do you experience a glory hole, Diana? No, but I mean, again, historically, it makes perfect sense. I feel like all kinds of people have their version of the glory hole. Mormons stick their shit through holes and sheets. Like, it makes sense. Sometimes you just don't want to look at somebody. They do. Yeah, it's the shame sheet. It's going to be called. Well, well, Jerry, I think if you have good health care and you can afford to stay on Discovy, whether there's COVID or not, you should just stay on it and wear a mask. Because we'll be please. able to fuck again. Absolutely. You know That's what I mean? And the thing is, it's like you never want like <laughs> yeah. like sometimes you skip a like sometimes I forget to take a pill. And you if you take it consistently, one missing one day won't give you anxiety. So keep taking your fucking yeah, Discovy. Because I mean, if- you know, yeah. If you really believe it's going to help you from COVID, you're all just going to take loads anyway. So do just do the safest way you can and do it through a glory hole, you whores. All right. Who's going to wrap up the show? Who's bringing uh, advice, advice from Tanya? <laughs> all right. All right. This is me. Uh, this listener just starts with a little bit of congratulations for me, letting me know what a good addition I am to the show. Oh, well, uh, okay. Are we getting a cliff note or are going to read it? <laughs> Uh, now that we're back from the break, uh, we can't, I can't wait to see what the sixth year brings. Here's my question. It's almost the new year. One thing that you want from the upcoming year. Okay. This is actually a very good question because why not? It's October, the beginning of October, still in the thick of the pandemic. Listen, Midwest, your numbers are tick, tick, ticking up. Be careful. Wash your hands. Uh, Miss Cracker. (laughs) What is one thing that you want from 2021? Girl, I want to do a show with my sisters, Shay and Juju. I just do. I think you I could deserve aim that. a little higher than that, though, Miss Cracker, if you wanted. Like, we're really asking you for anything. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, I want to also be 20 pounds lighter. Yeah. See, there we go. There we go. Yes. There. Give it something practical. Yes. All right. All right, Juju. It is October currently. Uh-huh. We're in the first week of it. We're still pandemic, dirty hands, whatnot. 2021. What one thing that'll make it different for you? A new fucking president. Yes. Yes. Message. Which is why you should go out and vote. Okay, November third, and if you're not registered, you need to fucking register yourself and fucking vote. I was doing learn the words, bitch, uh, this week, and I've been saying November third so much that I was telling people that's when the next learn the words, bitch, is, and it's not. It's November second because we vote on November third. November third, get out and vote. And listen. If you're not sold on Biden, his cabinet is going to be cute as fuck. All right. His cabinet is going to be cute. You know, they're going to give Elizabeth Warren the pocketbook. All right. None of them are sick. All of them are healthy. They all wear their masks. Yeah. They all with none of them have COVID. It's very impressive. It's, it is really impressive. They have a plan for the planet, which, which is really shake your leg. You won All Stars 5. You finally fucking won the game show. You're $100,000 richer. 
So your year's wow. still pretty fine. I was at your apartment. It's Did cute. You get it? so Some of us pay taxes. You're some of us pay taxes. So. <laughs> uh, All right. We had some shaved uh, off the top. Cool, 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 cool. But 2021, one thing, one thing that you want out of 2021, my love. Um, uh, One thing I want out of 2021 is for the post office to still be around, um, to have a new president, um, to be able to... um, God, I don't know. Well, I only asked you one thing, God. bitch, and you're trying to take three. And save the rainforest. What a queen. Yeah, let's save the rainforest <laughs> while we're at it. That's such let's, a beauty queen answer. Let's let's like completely and such end as. human trafficking. Like, and let 2021 be the year that like chips the and her Wi-Fi fails her again. I love better it. Wi-Fi. All the good things to happen. Better Wi-Fi. That's what you should have <laughs> asked for, Queen, is some better fucking Wi-Fi. It's like you're talking in your kitchen. Uh, Diana DeLuna, one thing. One thing I want for 2021. Uh, I want to continue. I want to build some content for the Tony Soto platform. I love that. I want to focus on creativity in new ways that, you know, I'm a theater bitch, I'm a stage bitch, and I need to learn how to channel that into a new way because I don't want to leave my house yet. That's right, girl. <laughs> Not ready. That's right. It's scary out there. And you're a bad Maxwell. bitch. Maxwell. And I'm a bad bitch. Um, you know what? You guys have all said some really great things, and I'm all for it. I think what I really want is, like, I'd really like it for like businesses just to figure out if we could shop inside or pick it up. Like it's so annoying when you show up to places and you're like, oh, I'll just walk in. And they're like, Postmates only. And you're like, fuck. So like, that's really all we I want. Went, like, I'm so over We this, went like, all the way to some town to get a fucking, because my iPhone was stolen. Newport Beach. We went to Newport Beach. Fashion we drove Island. all the way to, to Newport Beach to a in mall a that said on the Google that it was open for in-person shopping. We drove all the way there and it was not. And I was yeah. so irritated. <laughs> So I you mean, just also, sat on your phone and made like online orders and waited for well, them. No, my phone was stolen at DMV. So I uh, my phone was stolen at the D. Yeah, it was almost as if his phone was liberated because he left it out in the open while he went to the bathroom at the DMV. Like stealing kind of implies. Okay, to be fair, I waited seven (laughs) hours. I waited seven hours just to get into the DMV. So it was a fucking just, and I came and saw you, Shea Coulee. So you're fucking welcome. All right, listen. This is fit. Oh, what do I want from next year? I listen every year. I give you the same mediocrity and I'm fine with it. And if you're not, you can stop listening guys. I had such a good time on the show today. I hope that you all had a good time. Did y'all have a good time? Yes, ma'am. Uh, see bad Wi-Fi. See every read that she does, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, this is not being edited out because every read that she attempts her Wi-Fi is like, no, no, Tony's still funnier than you. (laughs) Still know it's a read. (laughs) (laughs) Ms. Cracker, tell people where they can find you on the social media. You can find me at M I Z underscore cracker on the Instagram. That's the place to go. That's the place to go. Miss Juju, Miss Juju B. I'm telling you. If you would have taken All Stars 5, I would have been just fine with it. You are an icon. You deserve it. You're one of my favorite fucking queens. And this is actually 
a real honor to meet you. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the social media. Well, I, uh, visit my website, jujubeonline.com. And my Instagram is at jujubeonline. And my Twitter is at jujuboston. I don't know why I didn't make it all the same, but hey. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. You know, that's like that's like Jazz and Masters who will be like, no, it's it's Miss Jazz and Masters 976. That's my Instagram. It's like, all right, great. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Jazz and Masters is coming back this month. So be, be ready for oh, that. Yeah, She'll yes. be back in a couple weeks. Uh, yes. Shea Coulee. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shea Coulee. You can find me on OnlyFans at Shea Coulee. You can find me on Christian Mingle at Shea Coulee and Plenty of Fish at Shea Coulee. Yes, girl, she found Jesus. She found Jesus. Diana DeLuna. Uh, first of all, this was so fun because like how often do you get to talk to the stars of the show that you're currently watching? Oh, look at you. It pays it's very uh, cute to me. It I think that's pays so to fun. be behind, doesn't it? It pays to yeah, be behind. Yeah, that's very Hollywood. <laughs> Things are already looking up. Um, you can find me at Diana D with three E's, Luna. I got to figure that out, but I've been off of the social media. I'll be back on Wednesdays to just share about the Tony Soto show and maybe share some dog photos. <laughs> Maxwell. Staying away from everything else. Well, don't worry. I'm still acting a damn fool on Instagram and you can follow me at Maxwell Spazito on there. Um, I have a new millennial moment on voting and it's um, it was it's really good. It's really good. Register to vote. Please vote. I had talked about the Electoral College. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, I she really it. did. Very well, very well. She really listen, well. guys. She really did explain it. Her millennial moments have been so fun to edit because they've actually been smart. So uh, just try to use my platform to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> what a farce. And I um, <laughs> listen, guys, if you like the Tony Soto show, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it. Give it five stars. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. That's always appreciated. Next week, we do have the fabulous Lucy Stuhl and Bambi Banks Kool-Aid. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ooh. black tea, everybody. Black tea. Um, I am the Tony Soto show on literally everything that is Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. Go support our Patreon. And uh, you can always tune in and listen to me on the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday, wherever podcasts are streamed. Guys, we'll be back again next week. Bye. 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 Bye.